When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hour two of the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You know, things like music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Another day, another Ed Sheeran story. Every day there's an Ed Sheeran story. That is the truth of the matter. And I personally love it. Thank you. Have you guys seen uh, Yesterday, the movie? Yes. I've not. Really wanted to like it. Oh, uh, it unraveled. It was a great starting premise, and the movie got weaker as it went on. Yeah, I think that was the critical consensus. Yeah, I really wanted I to like it. I saw it twice in the theater, and I never go to the theater. You saw it twice in I, the theater. I did. I saw it with a friend, and then my brother and nephew came to town. They wanted to see it, and I said, "Sure, let's go." Huh? Yeah, it did get a little. It did get a little muddy. Yeah the 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 initial punch of what would you do if I sang at a tune? Apropos, what would Thank you do you. if you realized uh, you played a Beatles song for somebody, and somebody said, "Oh my gosh, what is that? That sounded great." And you're you're like, a great yeah, it's, it's writer. The Beatles song. It's it's Let It Be. Never heard of who are the Beatles? What are you talking about? Then what do you do with that information? You go to Google. Well, as the person who played the song, you're like, what do they mean? They never heard of the Beatles. And then other people are saying it. And then you're like, oh my God. No one knows, but I know, and I know all their songs. And what do I do with this power? Right. Do I create this songbook now? Do I create it all as mine? What do you do? A really fun premise. I just wish cool. it worked out better. Why do you bring that up? Because Ed Sheeran was in the movie. Thank you. Oh, yes. He saw him at some point, eh? Yeah. Remember, he was like, yeah. was it somebody they were, he was singing, Hey Jude, and Ed was like, no, what does that mean? I, I think you should change it to Hey Dude. Hey yeah. Dude. <laughs> it was, yeah, Ed Sheeran was great. Big part of the, I would say big-ish part of the movie big enough to check out his acting chops. Sure. He was playing himself. But anyway, I digress. Ed is ready to die. He has already prepared his grave in his backyard. People have called it a crypt. He says it's more of a chapel. It's a, a hole that's dug into the ground with a bit of stone over it. So whenever the day comes and he passes away, he gets to go in there. 
He said, I know people think it's really weird and really morbid, but I've had friends die without wills and no one knows what to do. So he built it because he wanted a place um, to mourn friends who've passed away. And he also hosts friends weddings there. Hmm. This is like you're uh, you're doing that death book. Yeah, just to help my family out with where everything is. Yeah, what's the name of that? It's called My Death Book. Is that right? I didn't call it anything. Oh, I'm dead now. Now what? That's it. Yeah, yes, that that's one. What I was yeah, thinking. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's an interesting concept when people have the bravery to stare their mortality in the face instead of what most of us choose to do, which is more or less ignore it or run from it when a thought comes in. Right. This reminded me of my friend. Remember I told you about this guy a couple of years ago? Yeah, and a couple of times. Pilgrim George. Yep. Who uh, was a friend of my parents, and he built his own casket. He knew the end was drawing near. And so he, out of wood, worked and built his own casket. And then he asked my dad, what would you do if your friend said, hey, would you come over and help me build my casket? Um, well, my dad got that question and said, sure, and went over. And then they would just get together every now and then, and they would do some more work on the casket. Did he put, like, you know, soft material in it as well, or are we just talking about a box? I don't know if there was soft material on the inside. They were working on, like, scriptures and inscriptions that wow. they were doing do you have a on picture? the side. I I do. I do. I, I can find it for you, but he just passed away Aww. just a couple of when my parents were in town, actually, and they, they got the news when they were here that he had passed away. And uh, but I thought that that Ed Sheeran story reminded me of it. Ed Sheeran is like, OK, when I die, bury me here. And I know someone who was like, when I die here, I've already built the casket. Like, so, Talk about eyes wide open. Did, did now did he have a wife and nope, nope, he uh, he did not. He was and hardly owned a thing always wore this like trademark patch denim robe and felt a call on his life to walk as a for for his faith as a witness for jesus so he would just walk had a cross carried a cross as like a walking staff did forty thousand miles of walking in his life and just would go and talk to people just like the most peaceful person you've ever met super wow. and super kind and people would see him and they, he, he would get attention. You know, you'd see this guy walking down the road who looks and out like, of the ordinary. Yes. Long white beard. I mean, you're like, is that Moses? And then they would stop and talk with him. He hardly ever had to ask for a place to stay or a meal because people would just provide so often for him. They would be like, there's this kindness in this man. Oh, I see the headline that says Pilgrim George trekked 40,000 miles to witness for Jesus dies at 82. Oh, yeah. Was he sick? Um, He was. He okay. was sick. Yes. Aww. Yeah. And he and my parents kept saying, I was like, wow, he's building a casket. Um, And they said, you know, we think he's sick. He doesn't talk too much about it, but he seems to know that something is going on. And then when the doctors were at a point of like, well, we could try this or we could try this. He was like, no, no. need. It's okay. I'll go when it's my time. Wow. What a so what if we story. Um, built each other's casket. What if we built a casket for each other? I think I'm going to be cremated. Okay. So your job will be easier. 
<laughs> I just have to go to one pottery class. That's right. Boom. I would like to keep you on my mantle. That'd be great. Oh, my god! But gosh. maybe I'll die first. I, I think I don't want to be cremated. I think I, I want to be embalmed and in a clear box for clear? people to be able to permanently come and pay their respects. And then remember, I want the epitaph to just say, we took him for granted. <laughs> Mine will say, I told you I was sick. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's beautiful. Oh, he was going to be a Roman Catholic priest. He How about went that? to seminary. Anyway. Now, yeah, you're doing the full deep dive. I know, really. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. Hey, guys, uh, you want to hear a new share song for yes. Christmas? Oh, yeah. It's a Christmas song. I think you might dig it. Bring it, yeah, bring it in. Let's cycle it through this year. It's a dance song. Let's have a Chris, like a Christmas dance song. I do not want share. Has to be melancholy. The fact that Cher and Scott Stapp have not teamed up yet <laughs> for a doer. You're her DJ player, the her by her up with those water Oh my gosh, is Cher Scott Stapp? Oh my god, have they ever been seen in the same place? I don't think so. That is funny. Also, Darius Rucker has his first new solo album in six years. It's The album cover is lovely. It's called um, Carolyn's Boy, and it's a picture of his mama. Before we go, okay. what were you laughing about over there, Mike? When we were playing Cher, you had a little smirk on your face. I just love that we now live at a time that every time we hear something new, I'm like, that's definitely AI. There's no oh, way yeah, this is shared. Yeah, right? It's true. It I is... instantly heard this and was like, no, nah, this is an AI bit. You got fooled. Oh. That could be. <laughs> no, I think. Darn it. it. Oh, man. Oh, All right, we got to go. Um, when we come back, Momo, the missing monkey who went on a bender, has been found. I'll give oh. you the story of the monkey gone rogue. When we come back, and a little other animal news that you might like, that's next on Don and Steve. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Wow, that was pretty abrupt, huh? That was, but man, you did such a nice job there. It is such a privilege to be courtside, as I like to tell my friends when Thank they say, you. what's it like working with Donna Valentine? Courtside and watching it all happen. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Also, Donna's being the not fun friend at work, who I'm coming over with sweet, sweet TikTok and Instagram videos. Her last thing she said to me was, quote, Okay, you just need to stop coming over here. <laughs> You're coming to my side, you know, of the console, and that is frowned upon in my business. <laughs> <laughs> I want to show you funny videos. There's a great Celine Dion video, of, uh, and it said, when you eat a bagel bite too quickly when it's right out of the microwave, and it's just her going... <laughs> 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 the internet, to me, has been very funny lately. There was a woman who had a, who had this dead plant outside of her house hanging in a hanging planter. And she just very drably said, I like to keep this dead plant hanging outside of my house to really set the expectations Whoa. for my guests for what's happening inside. I love that. <laughs> Great. I mean, it's good for Halloween. Uh, yes, I know. The apocalypse. All the oh, things. All right. Now, all I don't right. know about this monkey you're about oh, to you're talk about. Oh, you're about to know about Momo. Cops in Indianapolis got a call on Wednesday evening after someone's pet monkey escaped and made a run for it. Oh, no. 
This is a type of monkey that is native to West Africa. It's called a patas monkey. They can weigh up to 30 pounds, and they're the fastest primate on Earth. Really? Here's how fast. They can sprint at over 30 miles an hour, which makes them very hard to catch. For reference, the fastest speed Usain Bolt ever hit was 28 miles an hour. Whoa. Wow. Look at that guy. He's like on all fours. Well, several people spotted Momo, the missing monkey, on Wednesday. His arms are as long as his legs. Okay. Okay. So he was spotted. There were also unconfirmed, uh, I'll say it correctly this time, there were also unconfirmed reports that he may have bitten a few people. (gasps) Not good. You know what? The Bidens should bring him into the White House. They'll be like, wait, (laughs) did you hear about Momo? He's our kind of pet. Maybe okay. this maybe this is planted by the Bidens <laughs> to get you know hot off their trail. That's right. Take it easy on our dog. So what he bit eleven people and likely much more. You that- see Momo? How about this? Here's where Momo gets even better. One person said that they saw Momo. They watched Momo the missing monkey dig through somebody's garbage can, pull out a beer can, and drink the remaining beer that was in it. <laughs> so uh- now he's on a bender at this point. Momo. A guy saw him sprint through his yard and break into a vacant home. So he called it in. Momo is now back home safe and sound. Can you own any kind of monkey? No. I think there has to be some kind of permit. Permit? Oh, my. This looks like the kind of monkey. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he's on all fours. Look at him. That monkey looks like the kind of monkey that could rip your face off if it wanted to. Yeah. I remember when I was at the um the Rock of Gibraltar. I travel, sue me. And there were monkeys. You go up and there are all sorts of monkeys up near the Rock of Gibraltar. And they you they show you a video before you go on this beautiful tour and then you look down at this seaside town. It's all really nice, but they say, "Look, there are going to be a lot of these monkeys." And you need to be aware of what they are communicating to you. Here's how to look at them. Here's how not to look at them. And these are the kind of monkeys, some that will just, you're standing there, and then they jump onto you. Oh, no. Now I there's know. a monkey on your back. Mm-hmm. There's a monkey on your head. Great photo ops. But I approached a monkey. They seem unpredictable. Very much so. I approached one of these monkeys, and a macaw monkey, maybe? That might be a bird. Who cares? <laughs> It's but I definitely a bird. I, I see it. And, and then it gave me what I the video I had just watched said, be wary of a round mouth threat. So if they would shape their mouth in like a big monkey round mouth, they are communicating to you that they don't like. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Take the situation and it is in your best interest to, to keep moving. Yeah. So then I like slowly just backed away. I mean, you could have lost me. To a monkey. In Gibraltar. <laughs> Is that what they sound like? Is that a macaw? Macaw monkey. 
Yes. Oh, <laughs> even worse. <laughs> I'll say. Um. So <laughs> I would never want to make eye contact like that with a monkey that is in the wild. I do follow <laughs> a lot of monkeys on Instagram, of course, that live. These people have like swings in their house. And all. what are you laughing at now? It can't be the pronunciation of that. I just can't. How do you spell that monk, that version of that monkey, Mike? Uh, McHack, I believe, is the, uh, I think it's an emphasis on the A there, McHack. <laughs> let, me, let me play it here officially. Macaque monkey. There we go. All right, that feels better. We we found it. All right, we got there. Um, anyway, any monkey could rip your face off. That's the that's the PSA. Just remember that this guy who's living with Momo, everything's fine now. But just know that if Momo ever decides that he takes a midnight stroll, which apparently that's in his personality, and he sees you lying there comatose sleeping, you wake up with an unrequested facelift. That's on you. You're living with a a monkey, mm. right? Yes. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Steve. Also, there was cute little pictures yesterday. Tom Holland and Zendaya. They went to a uh, an animal rescue and just were cuddling puppies at this UK animal shelter. And they were just in their feelings. They were posting on Instagram about it yesterday. So if you were following Zendaya, I think she did it in stories. Tom did it on his feed. But you can go if you just want some puppy pictures. That is a great idea. We had a listener call for College of Pop Culture Knowledge yesterday. Was it Jilly? I can't remember which one. Jilly, yeah. Who was, you know, bringing puppies. I don't think mm-hmm. it was Jilly who was bringing no, the puppies, no, was it? it? Okay. But, but, but Jilly was earlier this week. Yes. Uh, bringing puppies to Children's Hospital. Just so that the kids can That's play awesome. with the puppies. I yeah. love that. Everybody feels good when you have puppies. It's, it's like this. People snuggling puppies are always happy. Tell me the last time you saw someone on a jet ski that wasn't smiling. You're loving it. You're feeling so good. You're on the open water. You're bouncing around. The weather's probably good. If we all jet skied to work, much less anger in the workplace. If it weren't in the ocean, because I'd be afraid of sharks. Yeah, I, the only place I've ever... Well, no, I, I did jet ski once in an ocean, and there is... You are very aware of, like, the depth of what's beneath you. But yeah. man, was it fun, Donna. That makes me happy for you, Steve. I don't know how to take that, Donna. Take it at face value. Thanks. When we come back, we'll play the College of Pop Culture yeah. Knowledge. 651-641-1071. Call now. Let's play. Happy Friday. Hey, We're Donna. back. Hey, Steve. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I hit uh, triple digits in the game, so I'm you very sure excited did. about yes. that. And now I need to catch up by how much, Mike? Uh, you trail at this moment by four. It's four. 104 to 100. Okay. I think I could do this. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Well, you can't do it today unless there's some side action you guys haven't told me about, which would be kind of fun. Uh, otherwise, you could at least put yourself in a uh, good position here to uh, attack that four-point lead sure. by next week. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, today, again, the lead is four by Steve. And today, it's National 
Coaches Day. Mm, coaches and pop culture. Keep in, and keep in mind, there's lots of coaches, not necessarily all sports driven. But yes, it is National Coaches Day, and we're talking about coaches in pop culture. And our buddy Leaf's going to play along today. Hey, it's been a while, Leaf. How you been? Hey, Leaf. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, baby. <laughs> how's uh, How's Maple Grove today? Good. Going to go to a place and pick a ball. Uh, we have a one to three open court here at the Maple Grove Lifetime, so I'll head over there at one ish. Nice. Let me let me ask a question oh, no. about those. Right. <laughs> it's just real quick. When it's open court time, do you just go sit in there and then teams rotate after you do games to eleven? It just keeps rotating everybody through. Yep. You just basically put your paddle in either a basket or a little slot, and then once you get four and a court opens up, you sort of just sort of say, "I'll play with you." You want to play with me? I played with her last time, so you sort of switch it up, and it's just casual. And it's doubles, not singles. Yes, okay. singles gets very exhausting. You can yeah. play it. And there's a couple of different ways to do that, but yeah, it's, I get to work out playing doubles, and that's okay. enough for me. Okay. Good. All right. All right. Uh, come see us next week at Project Down and Dirty Pickleball. You know I'll do my best. All right, bro. All right. Hey, now it's time for you to choose who you would like to team up with. Donna, who didn't want me to get to know you a little bit better at all. You heard her. Or uh, you could team up with me, who just freaking developed a bond with you that I'm starting to think might never be broken, Leaf. Well, you know, I love you, Steve, but I'm going to try to write Donna's ship. Oh, All right. Thank you. Bye. Get out of this deficit. Thank you. Yay, me and Leaf. All right, Leaf. All you the were, way. Taking it to the championship. Oh, sorry. You're fine. You're going on hold, Leaf. And uh, Donna, are you ready to do it? Not really, but. National Coaches Day. We'll see how it goes. Again, this is all about coaches in pop culture. Let's get it started with this one, Leaf. You're on hold. Listen in. And if there's something you can help her with at the end, we'll uh, see if you can. All right, let's go with this first one. This grumpy old dude played Morris Buttermaker in the 76 comedy Bad News Bears. Walter Matthau. This, uh, what's happening? Hold on a second. We need to stop this for a second. Something was set wrong. I had no control of the volume. Okay, let's try okay. that again. Okay. Timer's going. In his less famous coaching role, Gene Hackman played head coach Jimmy McGinty opposite Keanu Reeves in this 2000 pigskin flick. Pigskin. Oh, I thought it was going to be basketball. I do not know the answer. This artist may be filled with envy as they are the lone original voice coach to never claim a victory. Oh, gosh, I'm not sure. CeeLo Green. All right. Would you like anything repeated? Was he on The Voice? Yes, I'd like the second one repeated. Uh, less In his less famous coaching role. Oh, that's yeah. all right, though. You got Leaf on the line with you. He can help you out, potentially. Leaf, I'm bringing you back in here. You heard her answers. How'd you feel like uh, Walter Matthau was the answer for number one? How'd you feel about that? That one I'm confident with. I was going to say the guy from Grumpy Old Man. Okay. But... Second, yeah, second one here. Let's try this one. In his less famous coaching role, Gene Hackman played head coach Jimmy McGinty opposite Keanu Reeves in this 2000 pig sk- pigskin flick. Ah, Is this the one where he, they're not in? Sounds good. We'll, uh, we'll go with that. Sounds good. And uh, let's move on to the last one. She said, this artist may be filled with envy as they are the lone original voice coach to never claim a victory. Her answer was CeeLo Green. How do you feel? So this was, I'm sorry, in the voice? Yes. Let me read the question one more time. This artist may be filled with envy as they are the lone original voice coach to never claim a victory. And she said, CeeLo Green. Filled with Yeah, envy. I guess we'll stick with that. I know mm-hmm. there's a hint in there, but I can't. Yeah, same. Same. All right. All right, let's see how we do. Let's see how it goes. We'll uh, get Steve back in here. 
How'd it go? Um, fair. Okay. Fair. Maybe like a two out of three kind of thing? Maybe. You think I got a shot? Yes. All right. I hope I do well. All right. I don't. Let's find out. It is, again, National Coaches Day today. Let us get it started with this one. This grumpy old dude played Morris Buttermaker in the 76 comedy Bad News Bears. Mm, pass. In this less famous coaching role, Gene Hackman played head coach Jimmy McKinty opposite. Hoosiers. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, keep going. Opposite Keanu Reeves in this 2000 pigskin flick. Oh, mm-hmm. that's not Hoosiers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, any given Sunday? No, this, that's not right. This artist may be filled with envy as they are the lone original voice coach to never claim a victory. Um, we'll say John Legend. All right, anything you like repeated? All of it. Uh, we'll go with Grumpy Old Dude played Morris. Mm, that was tough. That was tough. Boy, I did not. T- I've I never thought seen Hoosiers, too. Bear. I've what? never seen Bad News Bears. Was, was, it, was it tough? We're going to find out. Let's run through these answers here. We'll start with the first one. This grumpy old dude played Boris, or excuse me, Morris Buttermaker in the 76 comedy Bad News Bears. Walter Matthau. Grumpy old dude is Walter Matthau. That was the hint on that one. You we got, got it. Yep. Yep. You got it. All right. Let's move on to uh, the third one. This artist may be filled with envy. There's a clue. As they are the lone original voice coach to never claim a victory. She heard the clue. I don't think she still gets the reference, though. You ever heard the envy. phrase green with envy? CeeLo. Because it is CeeLo Green. Yay! Your answer. Oh, wow. Donna got number Donna. three right. Yay. That's really good. And you deserve this win. Thank and let's you. move on to. The less famous coaching role, Gene Hackman played head coach Jimmy McGinty opposite Keanu Reeves in this 2000 pigskin flick. Our buddy Leaf nails it. It's <gasps> replacements. Three for three what? for Donna and Leaf and 0 for three Leaf? for Steve. Wow. That is the first Shellacked. in my time here for College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Wow. I've never seen. Uh, yeah. Donna goes three and 0 and Steve goes 0 for three. Wow, that's, that's, double, that's double points right there. That's right. Yes, <laughs> we get an extra. <laughs> I know we should have done double or nothing. Oh Leaf, man! Leave, thank you. Hey, well, let's let's since everybody's feeling good. Tiebreaker. You want to do a double or nothing? Considering you just went three nothing, you and Leaf are still a team, and Leaf is a strong player. I don't think so. But you could because it doesn't matter, and it's fun. <laughs> Throwing it, those down and dirty tickets, I'm in. Oh, oh I see what he's doing. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not into it. I, I'm not All confident right. enough. Donna's up to uh, 101 wins. It's now 104 to 101. Woo! We will do the tiebreaker. Leaf, you can hang on and play the tiebreaker with us. Let's go. As soon as you think you know the answer, yell out your name. Hank Azaria and Rip Torn each played the coach Patches Ohula. Donna, dodgeball. Yes. Yeah. Uh, nicely done. Oh, wow. Donna, you could have had... Double points. I could have been a contender. Come on. It's okay. I was going to say Simpsons there. I mean, I got just destroyed today. It's okay, Steve. You always kill me in cover story. But people view me as the big, buff, hunky, sharp-witted, charismatic, hunky sports guy. Not anymore. (laughs) It's okay. All right, Leaf, hang on the line. Congrats. 
Sure. Shout out to my wife, Ryan, and her friends down on a girl's trip in Padabo Town in Northern Iowa somewhere. Wow. Hi, nice. guys. Hi, guys. Aw. Wonderful. That's nice, Sweet. Lee. All right. Drive safe. Safe travels. Travel safe. Safe travels. Yeah. Thanks for the ride. You too. Yeah. <laughs> I saw another funny TikTok video the other day of someone. They said, enjoy your coffee. As at a drive-thru. And then the person said, you too. Yeah. And then slowly the camera just started pushing in. And then it cuts to her like three hours later, still thinking about it in a different part of her house. It was very funny. The internet can be very funny. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of funny people. There are a there. lot of funny people out there. In the world of comments, there are a lot of really Smart, funny quick, comments. Smart, quick-witted. Yeah, for sure. In fact... Maybe after the break, I'm gonna I'm gonna prepare a little sound for us. Okay. That somebody sent me. They said it's funny. It was of a guy who overcooked his brisket, but he didn't realize it was overcooked. So he posts this video of like, oh look at my brisket. You know, like smokers do, right? I smoke this brisket. It looked super dry. There was no smoke ring. It just looked like he was cutting through leather. But he was pretty proud of it. So the people started lighting him up in the comments, just very comedically saying funny things, but trolling the guy. So there's a guy, I guess, online who reaches out to people and says, I, I reached out to the person to see if they would allow me to do a video talking about the comments in their video. Oh, that's clever. So I'll, I'll pull that up for us after the next break. That's a little deep tease. You'll like it. All right. I wanted to tell you, uh, here's a tip, just a mini tip. Um, Ring. You've heard of Ring, haven't you? I've worked on a show for Ring, Don. That's Thank right. you. That's right. So they are going to pay you a million dollars if your door doorbell cam catches footage of an alien. You have until November 3rd to submit your aliens. Uh, it doesn't have to be high def footage. Uh, just, you know, extraordinary, unexplainable behavior. But it has to be indisputable evidence that aliens are here. So if someone can send in legit footage of aliens, they'll get $50,000 a year for the next two decades. But if you fake anything or use CGI, you are automatically disqualified. Hmm. Hmm. This is good marketing. I wonder if this is for your show. If they're bringing it back, I would love to know that. That'd be a real fantastic news. Right? They. This would be a great thing. I think they should have allowed... I, I think you'll still see a lot of CGI and fake things, but you could get a lot of funny True. submissions and then some maybe really legitimately interesting. Right. Eyebrow raising ones. Oh, too. I love it. How about we take a break? All right. Um, we got a little, yeah, a funny, funny uh, Instagram reel. I think it is for you guys to hear. We'll do that. When we come back and then I got a, I got a good, huh? For us today. Some things that make you go, huh? This show brings in more money from political television ads than any other show. Hmm. It has a lot of viewers who are 65 and older. Can you figure that out? Mm-hmm. We'll tell you when we come back. It's- hey. Happy Friday. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We got the big Zamboni with us. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. Steve Patterson. Hi, everybody. Hi. It's nice to be with you all. Thank um, you for being here. Yeah, thank you for being here, Donna. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for everything. All That's right. how Bill Belichick talks in <laughs> press conferences. 
He's trying to drop coach knowledge after what just happened. That's yeah, right. yeah, uh, that was subconscious. See, that is my insecurity <laughs> speaking. Um, boy, have you guys heard any of head coach Mike Tomlin's press conferences recently <laughs> of the Pittsburgh Steelers? What? The Pittsburgh Steelers have only had three head coaches since 1969? That is true, by the way. Wow, that's... That's hey, impressive. That's, uh, thank you. Yeah, nobody's getting fired. No, the the Rooney family is the ownership family of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they believe in the long game with people. Are they the family of the actors? They are. Yes. Yeah. Mara Rooney and yeah, and Rooney Mara is oh, actually um, Mara Rooney. No, Rooney Mara. Her name is Rooney Mara. But um, they are they have family in both the New York Giants ownership family and the Pittsburgh Steelers ownership family. So they named her with her last name as her first name. No. Nope. He last... said Rooney Mara is her name, and I thought it was Mara Rooney. It's the actress's name is Rooney Mara. Her last name is Mara. So she's part of the Mara family. Sister of which Kate is the, Mara. Which is the Giants ownership. The president of the Giants, Giants. is What's John their connection Mara. to the Rooney family? Well, the Rooney's own the Steelers. So it's a I don't know the exact combination it has to be a let me see here. Did I, I I had this did I make this up? No, you're definitely correct. Yes. No, but right. is this she a, is are they a part of the Rooney family well, as well? That's why they named she's the uncle uh, uh, let me see here. She's the uncle. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I'm <laughs> reading. <laughs> And uh, all right, we'll just talk amongst we'll ourselves. Yeah. Uh, People love chips, potato chips. What a big, what a big snack. So the only reason there's been three head coaches mm-hmm. is because they've been, they have such a great record. There, ha- there's been a lot of success to be sure, but okay. they're also not temperamental owners who panic and think up. Oh, it's right. gotta be the coach. Love that. And so they're the Cleveland Browns. Meanwhile, have had they they've had like nineteen coaches since the year two thousand like something something crazy wow something crazy so, yeah, the, so there's stability right, their father is Christopher Mara whose family owns the majority of the New York Giants her mother is Kathleen Rooney the family that owns the Pittsburgh Steelers okay so there's Kate Mara and Rooney Marna Mara their father is Christopher Mara okay so the Rooney for a first name. She's got two last names instead of two first names. Ain't that something? How about that? Her first name is her mother's maiden name, yes. But don't go saying, I saw a girl with the dragon tattoo with Mara Rooney. Right, because it's Rooney Mara. See, we all got there. We, mm-hmm. We're there. We're there. Found hey, it. all right. Uh, Have a little faith. Elizabeth Reese sent me this uh, a, a note the other day. It's of this guy, Scott D. Henry, 31, on Instagram. And you're going to hear... A video with some music. Some guy's got like music on in his kitchen and he's cutting into his brisket and doing like a little reveal video for the internet. And when you cut into brisket, it should just be like the the knife should be sliding through it almost. They call it meat butter. You know, it just should be so soft. It's like, yes, eat me. This guy is doing a little sawing motion, getting through. Like think of when your mom would overcook roast beef. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So that kind of texture. Okay. And, uh, the guy said at the end, you'll hear him say, not too shabby. And that's when the other guy comes in and says, okay, so I reached out to him to see if I could make a comment reaction video to all the comments that are happening. Um, and it's just a little glimpse into how funny people are on the internet. Let's take a listen. Okay. 
sawing it right now. A little dry. Okay, you hear him say I reached out to Matt who uploaded the video yes. and I was like, bro, can I do a comment reaction? <laughs> There's some good ones in there. He was like, have at it, but it was delicious. <laughs> I think I've been using the phrase not too shabby incorrectly. <laughs> I've split firewood that was juicier. <laughs> These are all the comments. I feel like it would be easier to cut the cutting board. It'd be point. easier to cut the cutting board. I love crafting videos. What will you be making with this leather? <laughs> Easy recipe, just 900 degrees for 19 and a half hours. That's more than well done. That's congratulations. What smoker did you use? The sun? These comments are juicier than the brisket. I read through all the comments and I'm still chewing. I'm still chewing? That funny? That's funny. We're having fun. Uh. I wonder if this is what this guy, Scott Henry, always does. Like that's his bit. Yeah, does he? I think he does a lot of comment reaction videos. That's good. He's using like a bread knife too, and it's literally cutting like sourdough. Like you have to break through the crust of this meat. It is so yeah, dry. There is a oh, real. No. Oh. And usually with with a brisket, you will see a smoke ring. So you want this ring of pink all around there, and that is a sign that it's done. That it's a sign that it's been slow cooked and smoked for a long period of time. Got it. Um. So even if it's like two hundred degrees, which your brisket. The internal temperature of your brisket will be about 200 when you pull it off. It's not like the pink in a steak, like, oh, that means they only cooked it to 135 or 140 or whatever. Okay. It's just a, it, it's evidence of the process of how you cooked it patiently, essentially. Got it. And that there will be a good smoke flavor. This thing is pure brown on the inside. There is no pink. There is no smoke ring. It just looks like a real tough piece of meat to eat through. Not, sh- not shockingly, there's A1 steak sauce sitting right behind it because <laughs> you're going to need a you're lot of need that. It. Yes. And oh, good for no. that guy for being a good sport about it. Like, hey, whatever, have fun. We we still liked it. Mike, there's great power in that. Do you smoke? I don't. We unfortunately don't have a smoker, but Sarah's dad is obsessed with it. So really? we have a lot of smoked stuff I just have to watch at this point Got it. We'll so, there. will you ever buy oh a smoker yeah. at what you know, whatever point in life where second, you can have a yard and yeah, second I get a house, uh, Blackstone and the smoker, are the two first purchases I'll be making, and I'll cook most of our meals outside. Oh nice. yeah, the Blackstone is that big, uh, the big flat flat iron. Yep. situation, like like they would use at a Japanese steakhouse kind yes, of a thing. Exactly. Okay, and that's what I always cooked with because I was a fry cook, so I just love cooking on there and doing breakfast on that is an absolute dream. So I can't oh wow, nice. mm-hmm. and it's yeah, crazy, I you Donna. Were a cook. Um, oh yeah. Because then you your got, family own a restaurant. I'm they sorry. did, yeah. Okay. So you've got this whole big rectangle, and then you can. It's like everything is cooking on the same surface at the same time. Exactly. And there, there's something really visually satisfying about that, especially for breakfast, because you can have you know your eggs cooking one way here, and then have your hash browns on the other side, have your the bacon frying. Like everything can be cooked on there perfectly. Can you turn temperatures down of different parts yep. of it? Different areas you can have different, different zones. Yep. Okay, it depends. There's different versions of it. You can get like a hundred dollar version at Walmart, or you can get you know more expensive versions as well. So okay, yeah, yeah they're fun. You have a smoker, Donna? I don't have a smoker. I don't even like grilling. Oh, I'm not confident. Especially charcoal grilling. I'm like, I don't know. Am I supposed to like pour water on this thing when I'm done? Mm, yeah, yeah, I don't grill with charcoal. But I have yeah. a charcoal grill and I have a gas grill. They both scare me because hashtag carcinogens. Yeah. Eat too much of that. It's not good for you. Also, side tip. I don't know why I was thinking of like, oh, I wonder where she keeps her her grills. Does she keep them in the garage? 
I don't know why. I just felt like I should say this in case somebody is staining something this weekend or mm-hmm. you've recently stained something. We found out, and fortunately it wasn't a bad way, but after we stained a bunch of stuff, Did we had been rags? keeping rags very unsafely in just all together, all the stained rags together in like a paint can or a box. And that can self-ignite. You ought never do that. Stretch them out, lay them flat on the driveway, let them fully dry, and then have them in a bag. Do not store them in your house, though, because that can cause a fire. I and will I've tell you it. that I think you, were, you weren't you were here, but the house behind no, I, this is why my I yard, this. yes, that's it burned down because of that then i started watching news reports on it and they were like watch what happens and it was like two hours very later, quickly yes it turns into a really powerful flame so in case anyone is out there planning on staining anything soon you're like, let's just put the rags in that room and or in the garage mm-hmm. very bad idea you Do can not keep the that. stain right it's all about the rags yes. because they could ignite very easily off of i don't know something yeah not the Handle, stain itself right. but it's it's no the, all they need is themselves they don't need anything Okay, it's the rags all together, and they do. They self-ignite whenever they're lumped on each other, and there's, like, Got it. no oxygen, and then, like, a little oxygen will pass through, and then boom, it's in flames. That is incredible. Wow. All right. All right. Well, good to know. We never got to the TV show that brings in more money from uh, political TV ads. You want to save it? That's because I wanted people to be with us during hour three. We're going to yeah. leave the hour with it. You're going to get real jazzed when you hear it. Uh, Rocco is not in today, but we do have a slow jam that he left behind coming up today at 1130. Uh, in addition to that, uh oh, hmm. not to get political, but, but the paparazzi caught some first daughters mm-hmm. taken after dad. Mm-hmm. If you catch my drift, we'll tell you what the paparazzi's caught the Obama girls doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that when we come back right after we tell you about the, the TV show that, that brings in the most money for political ads. Wow. I think. Who are we? I know, right? A political station? I couldn't think of any in that moment. It's okay, Steve. I'm going to leave and go to the bathroom now. Bye, everybody. All right, see ya.